Welcome to the Be Healed Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Steve Hannett. This podcast is dedicated to helping you receive the healing that Jesus Christ died to provide you. Our ministry has been seeing Jesus Christ heal people for more than 20 years, and it all began with Jesus healing me of cancer. From that time, I knew I needed to understand the healing promises of God and make them known to as many people as I possibly can. So you can expect from this podcast a bunch of interviews, testimonies, and teachings that will equip you with a strong biblical understanding of God's promise to heal you. Now today, we're going to have another special guest on with us. He's been a guest before. His name is Anthony Scalone. He's a leader in our local church and in our church network, Every House. And he's going to be speaking about how to access the kind of faith that produces miracles. Let me tell you about Anthony. He's qualified to teach this for one simple reason. Signs and wonders are following him. He's flowing in this kind of faith, and he's praying for people, and he's seeing miracles take place in their lives. He's going to share what he's learned and what he's come to understand in the Word of God about how to access this kind of faith. Now, I'm going to ask you to do something like I normally do, because active listening makes for very powerful learning. And I'm going to ask that you grab your phone or a tablet or a piece of paper and that you would mark down the key points that Anthony makes that you believe are touching your heart or something that you're going to go and study further after this podcast. Hey, listen, tell a friend about this podcast. The Be Healed podcast is ready to bless them, but they need to know about it. And you can help us to do that. Let's jump right in and discuss how we can access God's faith for miracles. Anthony, great to have you on the podcast again. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. So I want to tell you that this is a needed topic because a lot of people struggle with faith. They feel guilty that they don't believe enough. They sometimes try to white knuckle it and try to conjure up emotion and put on a worship song and make it really loud or, or read the Bible verse louder, trying to get more power. These things aren't necessary. And um, I want to just kind of ask you first, you've discovered this idea of simple faith. Uh, Kick us off, talk with us about this idea that how has this simple or simplicity of faith kind of changed your life personally? Yeah, yeah. I think it all starts with with my testimony, how I came to know the Lord. You know, I was at a place, and I shared on the the last podcast, I was at a place where I was, you know, hooked on a bunch of medication and painkillers. I was messed up. And my friend came to me and had shared the gospel with me. And I look back and I see that when she shared, I just believed that it was true. Like I look back, I see I didn't really fight. I wasn't skeptical, you know, and she asked me, she said, do you believe that Jesus can heal you? And instantly I said, yes, you know, I really did believe like I didn't think how is he going to heal me? When is he going to heal me? Who's going to like I just knew that Jesus was going to heal me. So I look back and I say, wow, like that, like that's powerful. It was just a simple yes. And I believe like that's all God is really looking for is that simple. Yes. That's so powerful. It makes me think about the idea of being childlike. Right. That children don't ask a billion analytical questions. Mm. They just say yes. Mm. They just simply receive it. How would somebody shift from the way they are and saying, but I have all these questions and I have all this complication going in my head. And could it really be that simple? How can people get that revelation or how can they cultivate that simple faith? 
Right, right. So even even after, well, even before I had that radical encounter uh, that I shared about on the podcast, even before that, I realized that that I had that faith to believe, right? And it, I didn't take that encounter for me to believe. You know, it's good to hear testimonies. It's, it's good to have, you know, experiences with God to boost your faith. But I look back and, I, and it was before that encounter that I had the faith to believe. And then I realized that right up into that moment, my friend shared the word of God with me. And, and, and I look back and it was that simple. Uh, I was thinking, OK, what what took place that brought me to that place where I just said yes to God? And it was the word of God. Like, I can't explain it any other way. You know, you know how when you put food in your body, you don't know what's going on inside, <laughs> but it's producing energy, it's producing movement, it's producing something. I believe that when I heard the word of God, it was producing faith in my life. And, it, and I had that faith built up to where I said yes to God. And it, it was just a word, you know, over and over. I heard it and, and my heart really received it. You know, and I said yes to God. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's powerful. I mean, that's what you're testifying to, mm-hmm. that the word of God is the source. So when you study the Bible, are you studying it from a scholarly perspective to analyze it? Or how do you study the Bible that's creating this? Because I feel that people study it with too much complication at times, instead of just saying, Lord, what are you saying? So I can simply receive it. I, I mean, I kind of want to unpack that a little bit because it sounds so easy, but when you read the Bible, how are you interacting with it? Like, do you have tons of commentaries? Are you, are you reading what other people wrote about those verses? Or do you just sit with the word itself and, and just soak in it? What's your process like? Yeah. So I realized now when I have the word of God, I'm having a conversation. I'm communing with my father. It's like God is speaking to me through his word. And because the Bible says in the beginning was the word, the word was God and the word is God. The word literally is God himself. And I believe that. I really do. I believe when I'm reading the word, I'm reading and I'm communing with God himself. I also, I realized that before before I was a believer, it took me to hear the word, right? To, to give faith, to believe. But I realized after I became a believer, after I was filled with the Holy Spirit, I believe when, when a person is born again, that we have everything we need already. We're instantly um, brought to life. Our spirits are made new and perfect. Won't you agree? I do. Our spirits are made instantly perfect. The Bible says that if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old things pass. Behold, all things become new. I, be, I believe that we instantly become perfect in our spirit. But the thing is, it's our mind that needs to be renewed. It's our mind that's not instantly made perfect. Our bodies aren't instantly made perfect. It's very powerful what you're saying. I don't think most people appreciate the power of the Holy Spirit to teach. That we go to the Bible, we may assume this is going to be difficult to understand. Um, I need to go to another human being right away. And what you're saying is what Jesus himself said. He said in John 16, 13, he said, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will tell you things to come. 
That's so powerful. There's a promise that we've received the Holy Spirit as believers. So when we're going to the Word of God, He's teaching us. Mm -hmm. It's our job to read it, but He's speaking to us. And I love how you define reading the Bible. You're communing with your Father. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah, it's so intimate. I love scholarship. I believe that studying and growing in those things is so vital, but not at the expense of the communing of intimacy with God. Um, Some of my favorite times are when I read something and I don't understand it. And sometimes I'll say, Father, what's that mean? (laughs) What do you mean by that? Mm. Lord, how does that work? And it is, it's a conversation. And the Holy Spirit has been teaching you. And I, 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 I believe fully every believer needs to access this, this life, because you don't want to stop reading the Bible then, right? It's not boring any longer. No, no. But it's necessary, right? The Bible says that we need our minds renewed, you know, according to the word. I believe when we put the word in, that's renewing our minds. The thing is, we're not renewing our minds to become something, right? We've already become something. Mm. He who knew no sin became sin so that we would become the righteousness of God. If you're in Christ, you became a new creation. We've already became it. The thing is, our minds haven't caught up to it yet. The word is shaping our minds to come into agreement with the spirit and what the word of God says. So right now in the spirit, I, you have, I have everything that we need to walk fully in Christ. You have the holiness of God with the righteousness of God. You have the power of God. You have the faith of God. The thing is, when we're not walking in the spirit, when our minds aren't renewed by the word, we don't even know what we have. It's like walking around with a bunch of money in your pocket. You don't even know what you have. That's powerful. Now, we have to receive that, though, what you just said. We have to, we have to receive that. The Bible says that we do have those things. We should not speak against this beautiful gift and say, I can't understand it. Right. No, we, were made, we, we already, our spirits can already receive wisdom and instruction. So, so powerful. Let me shift and ask you this question. What does faith do to God? How does it, when we believe God, how, how does that please him? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's got to be special for him when we receive right. his word. So uh, how do you think faith pleases God? I believe that when we have faith, we're in a place where we're believing God, right? And I believe that we're believing God for who he is. And what he says, I believe when you have faith, you're saying, God, I know who you are. And I believe you're going to do what you're going to do. And it's amazing. Mm. You know, if we if we took a step back from this and we just thought about ourselves as friends or brothers or moms and dads, you know, people we care about. How would we feel if we say something and they don't believe us? Mm -hmm. It's kind of hurtful, right? Mm -hmm. Like, why would you not believe me? Especially since God can't lie. (laughs) The Bible describes he cannot lie. I think it really, really pleases the father when his sons and daughters take him at his word. I think it's special to him. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's some theological achievement. I think it's a, my boy trusted me. My little girl trusted me. That's what he's looking for at the end of the day. Yeah, I think so, for sure. 
I look at, um, I was just reading about the centurion, right? You know, he came to Jesus. He said, my boy's sick. You know, can you hear my boy? You know, Jesus offered, he said, you know, shall I go pray for him? The centurion, he didn't have relationship with God. Like he was a centurion. And he says, he says, no, 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 don't worry. I, I, I believe, I know who you are. Mm. You don't have to come in my house. I already know who you are. And, and what did Jesus say? He said, in all Israel, I haven't found faith like this. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. Someone that doesn't know God, Jesus is like, okay, in all Israel, no one has greater faith than this centurion. Powerful. You know, so I feel like we, we need to be in a place where we're like the centurion, where we, where we believe who he is. Just say the word. And it's done. That's and it's it. done. I don't need to add any more complication to that. Right. So, so powerful. It's taking him at his word. Now, I believe, and you've heard me share about this, it's dangerous if we need more than the word. Mm -hmm. If I need to feel something, I need to feel goosebumps and I need to feel warm and fuzzy. Mm -hmm. um, we need some sign to come, lightning to strike, <laughs> you know, other manifestations. No, I believe just his word. And that's the purity of our heart to his heart. That will release the power. Man. Yeah. When I want to talk about an instance that, that you had with a uh, woman in New York City. Right, right. And uh, if, if I understand the, the story properly, uh, she had uh, some metal uh, pieces or something in her hand. Right, right. She had uh, surgery um, on her hand and it, and it caused her hand to be um, shut. She couldn't open her. She couldn't open she the couldn't hand. She couldn't open her hand. No. When, and you prayed for her and she was able to open her hand. Her hand opened up. She felt warmth in her body. Her face lit up. She looked like a different person. And it, it was amazing. Yeah. When you see situations like this and the hand is closed, there's actually like physical mm -hmm. symptoms that you're like, you know, that body's broken. Mm -hmm. Do you ask them about their medical history or like what's wrong? Or do you, do you think about that? Or what do you think? How is simple faith working? Because yeah, I just want to be practical for the so, listener right now. Like, yeah. you know, you walk up to this lady, you start talking to her. What's going through your mind? So, so I do ask questions. I'll ask her, say, hey, how'd that happen? I'm not letting that affect my faith in what I believe. So when I saw this lady, right, I'm asking her what happened to your hand. And as she's explaining, I'm smiling. You know, I'm already smiling. You know why? Because I'm seeing the hand open. I'm seeing the hand healed. Mm. I'm already seeing it before physically seeing it. Like. I can't really explain it, but I know that thing is going to open. I love it. I can testify to this, that when, when we've done meetings and I've been praying for the sick, that I'm locked in, <laughs> I'm locked in yeah. on the cross. Mm -hmm. I'm locked in on his blood. Mm -hmm. I'm locked in on his suffering. I'm locked in on his glory. I'm right. locked in. I'm, I'm not entertaining those things. In mm -hmm. fact, uh, if, 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 if you're listening to this and I've ever prayed for you and, and you've been upset with me. Maybe you're, you're, you're going to hear now why, because sometimes people come to the prayer line and, and they want to tell me about their problem. Right. Frequently, I don't want to hear about the problem. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear one tidbit of information about that problem. Mm -hmm. I want to be locked in right. to what God has promised 
And so there are times in which I'll tell people, shh, just shh, stop. <laughs> I don't want to know. And they've looked at me like, what? You know, I'm always supposed to tell yeah. the preacher or the prayer person what's wrong. Right. No, if something's wrong, we, we know what's broken. <laughs> You've come with, 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 with a hunched back. You've come with a broken limb. You, you've come with something. It, it, it's enough. Mm-hmm. Let's focus right. on the word because that will bring faith. And literally, I've had verses in my mind as I'm praying that literally I'm locked into a verse right. as I'm praying and just holding that. Like the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4 and 5, right? That he himself bore it. And in verse 5, it says, and by his stripes, we are healed. Right. I'll be thinking we are healed and right. I'll pray in the name of Jesus. And, oh, my gosh, my pain left because we were abiding mm-hmm. in the word which was producing faith, right. even as we were praying. Um, let, me, let me answer this question. Um, wh- what's going to happen when we, when, when we get this faith? What, what, what's going to happen to our lives? I believe our lives are going to be completely, radically transformed. Um, because when we're not walking in this kind of faith, we're not walking in our identity as who we are. You know, we're walking according to our old nature. We're walking to our flesh. You know, our new nature, we, we, we believe all the time, you know, all the time. Bible says that we're complete in him. Mm. Bible says that we, we've been healed. We're already healed in our spirit. We're healed. Maybe you don't see in your flesh, maybe in your mind, you're not thinking you're healed, but your spirit is saying you are healed. The thing is, a lot of people identify who they are, you know, with their soul and with their mind. We're not identifying who we are with our spirit, who God says we are. We're made perfect. That's our identity. Our spirit sealed by the Holy Spirit, sealed and clean and holy. Nothing can touch it. You know, Mm. it's perfect. Mm. We don't identify with that. We identify with what we can see in the mirror. We look in the mirror. We okay, that's me. That's not me. You know, I get it. It's part of us. You know, it's part of us, but that's not who I am. You know, we have to identify with who we are, with, with who God says we are in yeah, the spirit. That's good. That's why when I'm, when I'm praying for people in the beginning, I remember seeing someone healed. Right. And I was like, Oh man, I was so happy. Wow. But now I pray, I see someone healed. They're excited. My composure is not changing. Why? No, of course they're of getting course. healed. Of course. I was expecting. Yes. That. Of course they're getting healed because that's who we are. We pray for people, the sick, and of course they're getting healed. Amen. <laughs> see that that's the maturing of the simplicity of faith. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it isn't deep. Right. It has depth. Yes. It's just uncomplicated. Mm-hmm. I believe the flesh complicates it. Yes. Because it can't receive the simplicity. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, go into the city, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, heal the sick, mm-hmm. tell them the kingdom of God has come. And we just say yes and expect him to do that. Mm-hmm. And then he does. And the more that you flow in obedience, uh, and really listen to this, the more you flow in obedience, the more God will show himself faithful. And that's going to contribute to you being persuaded. And I love this in the Apostle Paul's life because he was shipwrecked. He was beaten. He was in jail. He was, you know, he, he, he went through so many things in his life. Right. But he said, I'm persuaded that neither death nor life nor right. principalities and powers. In Romans chapter eight, he was saying, listen, 
I know for real Mm -hmm. God is with me and nothing can separate me from his love. There's got to be a dimension of not just reading the Bible, but acting on what it says. Exactly. And that's going to contribute to a life of faith. Right. Yeah. Uh, Anthony, let me, let me ask you to share a word of prayer. Um, and release that simple faith right now, mm-hmm. right? Because there are people who are listening right now who are suffering. Um, they maybe just got diagnosed with things. Maybe they're afraid of the pandemic and various things. And I, I want you to release that simple faith into their life. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. Amen. Amen. God, I just thank you, God, for each and every person listening. And God, I just declare, God, Lord, that their minds be renewed. Lord, that they would walk in who they are in you. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you, God, that we've been birthed from you. We've been birthed from a miraculous supernatural God. We've been supernaturally birthed. And I just declare each and every person listening that you shall walk in supernatural boldness and supernatural power in the name of Jesus, because you've been supernaturally made in the name of Jesus. And God, I just release healing over each and every person in Jesus name. I speak to every neck and every back, every pain in each and every person's body listening. I command every pain go now in the name of Jesus. Right now, I declare every ounce of fear to depart from your children, God, from your people. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, that your spirit is moving. God, I thank you that you are good. And I thank you for all these prayers, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Anthony, thanks for being on the Beald podcast again, man. It's always an honor. Yes, yes. I believe that you have revealed a really practical way Mm. of of us carrying this forward. I want to encourage you again to make sure you follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure that. You share it with a friend. I want to also invite you to get on board to uh, get the resources that we've got. You can go to everyhousenow.org and see the books uh, that are there from our ministry and different resources. Also, if you have not tuned into our TV program, The Miraculous Life, you can do that at the website. You can find that, The Miraculous Life, filled again with testimonies, teachings to help you live that miraculous life that Jesus Christ died to give you. It's always an honor and a privilege. Hey, if you haven't done it already, get on our mailing list. Just type the word healing to 94,000 and you're going to get a free gift. Want to bless you with that and make you part of our faith community. God bless you and we'll talk to you next week. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace 
and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless. And I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.